Hello and welcome to my new podcast called Innovation. Innovation was inspired by my previous podcast, Silence, where over the course of two years, I spoke with a hundred women from science, technology, engineering, mathematics, or STEM. My guests were always anonymous so that they could talk openly and honestly, and they really took that opportunity to do so. We discussed their experiences, what they've learned along their life journeys, their hopes and ideas for living fulfilling and contented lives. The conversations on silence were always so raw and transparent, and not just about STEM, but about absolutely everything. The topics that came up kept coming up over and over again, and they were also the same topics that I tend to discuss with my mentees or I'm asked about after I've given a talk in schools and colleges. So I thought rather than keep these particular topics closed, how about throwing them out into the world and letting everyone hear and engage in issues that are clearly important to all of us? So I've sifted through all the episodes of Silence to bring you my favourite soundbites on specific topics. Each week on Innovation, I'll be reflecting on the talking points that are actually pearls of wisdom that I've found particularly inspiring and empowering, and I hope that they resonate with you too. This week is all about judgment. And I think everybody has to find their own path. I don't think there is a standard path, and I think that's the difficulty. I think people have a standard path that they feel that academics should follow, and when they judge people, they judge them against the standard Mm. path. But I don't think that is always the case, so I think um, it's kind of almost a random walk, Um, and I think that people have different ways of, of doing things, different ways of coping. I think right off the bat, it's kind of useful to talk about what judgment actually is when we judge we're kind of uh, comparing making statements and deciding about things either way in fact let's look up what judgment is in the dictionary the ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions a misfortune or calamity viewed as a divine punishment. Yeah, I mean, both those different definitions are either positive or negative. And in my experience, what I found is that being judgmental can lead to a lot of negative thinking and can create quite a negative atmosphere. Whenever I've always felt judgmental, I haven't been in a good place. And That first quote from episode 25 really talks about how judgment tends to come from the person who's judging, as in we judge other people depending on our own experiences. And how we judge others is really an indication of how we're judging ourselves. When we judge other people based on our own projections, sometimes our own projections are constructs of what everybody else thinks and societal expectations and cultural expectations and traditions and so often the way we judge others is a way of comparing other people with ourselves and the kind of prison that we're in because of other people's expectations so 
what I love about my guest from episode 25 is how she immediately knows not to be judgmental of others by just focusing on one's own journey, focusing on one's own path. I think judgment is good when we're judging ourselves because judging ourselves allows us to follow what's right for us. You know, it keeps us on track. It keeps us on the path, which is a word that keeps coming up, you know, staying on the right path, staying on the right track is as a result of judging oneself. And I think we have to be really careful about how we do judge because a certain amount of judgment, I think, is a good thing. You know, it keeps us on the straight and narrow. But I think sometimes judgment can get out of hand and it can actually make someone feel bad or miserable or ashamed or humiliated or embarrassed and all of those negative things. And I think that's when judgment goes too far. And I've always really admired people that are able to have a little bit of judgment, but not too much, as my guest from episode nine talks about. And I'm just thinking when I was younger, just seeing my mum working hard uh, when my parents divorced, um, she worked really hard to ensure that we did our homework, um, you know, taught to us about the importance of going to on to further education um but not to the point where it was if we chose a different pathway she'd prevent that but she taught us to also have an open mind and um to really just accept people for who they are without judgment really and I think that's just such an important thing in life no matter what what work you go into um and I think we sometimes just get so focused on um I suppose being, a, you know, when you ask the question about which path we're going to take and where we should be, um, is having the opportunity to not almost go down and be the norm and sometimes do something different. And it doesn't matter if things um, don't go as you predicted. Um, it's good to, to almost learn from that, is, is that sometimes it's not always going to go the way you want it to. And, and that's OK. I think it can be really tricky trying to figure out how to have the right amount of judgment. I think when we're young, we are judged quite a lot because, you know, we're looking to our primary caregivers for inspiration, for guidance, for reassurance about being on the right path. And so you actually do take the judgments of people who are important to you growing up because they've got experience, they've got knowledge and they can show you the way, essentially. But I think when we learn to take on too much judgment, that can be a not so great thing because taking on too much judgment can really knock you off your own true path. And so I think it's a real knife edge between listening to other people, but also, but also listening to oneself. And my guest from episode 43 talks about the effect of having listened to the judgment she was given growing up, but then pulling herself out of it to find her own way. From a really young age... Um, I've always kind of felt 
judged by a lot of my peers, particularly my male peers, for my personality. And at a very early age, maybe in the sixth or seventh grade, so when I was 11 or 12 years old, um, I went through a phase where I was really insecure about my personality, about being extroverted, about being talkative, and being pretty opinionated. But at that very early age, I kind of um, had to develop a mindset uh, of kind of stepping into a role where I can express who I am and love who I am um, and not allow judgmental people to kind of deter that. And I think I've tried to apply that same mindset to my academic life, to the projects that I work on. Knowing when to listen to your own heart is a really tricky thing. I must admit that I have spent most of my lifetime figuring out how to listen to my own intuition. From the people I've met along my life journey, I must say that some people are better at listening to themselves than others. Dare I say it, that maybe coming from an Asian background, I don't know, but coming from an Asian background, I do feel like Asian kids tend to listen to their parents more. We really have a deep respect for our elders. Um, I hope none of you are up in arms at me saying that. But, you know, I really struggled with knowing when to listen to myself and knowing when to not listen to my parents. You know, they, my parents have always done things with so much love and care and sort of... They put their kids first and as a result I've always felt this deep obligation to fulfill my parents' wishes. But I think it's come at the cost of listening to my own intuition because, you know, I didn't want to make mistakes and I didn't want to get things, I didn't want to ever be full of regret. And as a result of trying to avoid regret and making the wrong choices, I always listen to my parents. But I think as I've grown up, I've realized that what's right for my parents and what seems like to be the correct thing to do for them may not necessarily have been the correct thing to do for me because I simply was living in a different time and a different society and culture compared to what they had growing up. So it's been this minefield of trying to figure out how to be healthily judgmental of my own actions um, and respectful to advice, essentially. But I think what has been most helpful in trying to figure it out is talking about it, being open. I mean, in some ways, this podcast can be a bit cringe because I do talk about things that are deeply, deeply personal and about topics that people struggle to talk about openly. But, you know, it is really important to discuss with other people and to bring out topics and to be honest about the things that we're trying to grapple with, as my guest from episode 31 talks about. <laughs> 
So I think that the more we talk about it and the more we socialize our female experiences, the easier it will be to discuss those things and to not feel intimidated by being a woman because that's all woman-related intimidation. And I actually think we do it to ourselves. You know, men are they're hardier than we give them credit for. And we just feel that we, okay, we can't share this because there'll be judgment. But if we all shared it, then they would have to get over it. So I think now because of the way I've been raised and the way I've struggled with being judgmental, I try not to judge others. But I must say, I really do struggle with that. Because when you are battling with knowing when to listen to other people and knowing when to listen to yourself, it can mean that you're actually judgmental to other people. You look at other people and go, oh, God, she's not doing that the way I would do it. Or, wow, look at him. I would never, ever drive a car like that. Gosh, look at what he's wearing, you know, or those kinds of things. Like, if we're judgmental with ourselves, we can tend to be really judgmental with others. And my guest from episode 15 really tries not to do that based on her own experiences. I never judge females that don't stand up other people or, or even for themselves because you never know what's going on in someone's life and I feel that I've been very fortunate to be surrounded by some amazing women and men who when I've had these experiences said look this bit here yeah actually they're kind of spot on with that you need to do something about it but that bit no that's their problem not yours and I've also been surrounded by women in particular who I look at and go I feel like I'm like you and you're successful and you're surrounded by all these people who love you. So um, it's, I've got a model for, for who I am because I do think I am probably um, different to a lot of females in male-dominated environments, um, particularly being quite strong will. Yeah, I think experience can really help you to not be judgmental if you've had if you've been subjected to a lot of judgment yourself I think you're much more aware of not wanting to do that to others because you know how uncomfortable and how painful it can be to be judged and to judge and what I love about my guest from episode 15 is that she really tries to be fair which is something I took huge inspiration from But sometimes we're also really, really lucky to be able to stumble across people who just accept you for the way that you are, because that's what this is all about. It's about accepting people for who they are. My guest from episode 34 talks about being surrounded by people who just accept each other. I think having having good friends who are non-judgmental, who take you for who you are, you know, and uh, accept you, not like, you know, like family, as the same. Maybe you do this where you tend to gravitate towards people that just accept you for who you are. I think that can be such a beautiful thing. I think we can also fall into the wrong crowds because people, you know, want to grab hold of those types of personalities that are maybe unconventional or don't really have many friends or don't have a strong sense of who they are. Like, we can tend to gravitate towards people that want to sort of take us hostage because we don't have a strong sense of self. So I think you have to be really, really... I think the answer to all of that is to really know who you are and know what you stand for because in gaining a very strong sense of self 
you actually don't feel like you need to judge other people. And I think, you know, we are living in a world where we really care about what other people think and we really care about how we come across. I mean, you only need to look at social media to see that. Like, it's so important how many likes we get and so important, you know, how other people see us. And that's all based on judgment. You know, it's not a good thing. But when you have a strong sense of self, you don't care what people think and therefore you don't judge other people. And, um, but you know, that's coming from a really, really evolved place as in like, you know, we really, really have a strong sense of who we are. And I think we live in a society that doesn't really promote having a strong sense of self because we have to follow so many expectations and rules and regulations. And so often we're always looking over our shoulder, making sure that we're not being rule breakers. And that, I think, can lead to judgment. This from episode 43. And so I think that um, having those advocates having my parents and teachers kind of rationalized with me uh, and explain why some of those things were happening, why I was getting negative commentary. I think that um, being talked to like an adult and being talked to as somebody who could understand and then overcome was really helpful. Um, and I, I did, I was able to understand and then look past it. Um, I think that, that a big problem is that Sometimes women, you know, encounter judgment or hatred or negativity and people either diminish it or kind of blow it up without actually addressing the root cause. Right. And I think it can be really tricky because sometimes we're judged just for being, you know, women or people of color or some kind of minority. So people already think they know who we are. And so sometimes we're not wanting to judge and we're just wanting to be ourselves, but actually we're living in a society where we're already prejudged. I'd love things to change where we're just not judging each other, but we're still living in a orderly and rule-abiding society. So it's, again, it's one of those knife edges that's difficult to maintain, but we can do so much as individuals to adhere to a much healthier way of existing by just knowing what we stand for and wanting to be people of integrity. This from episode 59. Exactly. I thought their reaction was strange. And then I guess, you know, you know, that's when I realised, oh, right, okay, so this is what sexism feels like because they're looking at me differently only because I'm a woman. Mm. Um, Did it make you self-conscious? It did. It made me self-conscious about thinking that my performance then was going to be judged uh, more acutely than if I was a boy. I think it can be really difficult trying to navigate when you're being judged because I know that that guest from episode 59 really has a strong sense of self. But I think when you're younger and you don't have experience and you don't have a strong sense of who you are at a young age because you haven't really lived that long, uh, it can be tricky. But good news is that it does get easier with age. Um, 
time does really allow you to figure out who you are and who you want to be. And I love that quote, actually, by Matthew McConaughey, where he says he's always striving to be himself in 10 years time. Like he always has a plan of what he wants to have achieved in 10 years. And he's always working towards being that person in 10 years time. And I find that so beautiful because it's not about comparing yourself to others and wishing that you had what other people have. But it's about trying to be the best version of yourself. And uh, to me, that's a really powerful message. It is about being supported by people that really love you and people that get you and people that want to be there for you, which my guest in episode 34 talks about. Off of that, I think kind of the support of a teacher is really important. With my teachers that I'm closer with or that are really supportive, I tend to participate more because I feel like there won't be as much judgment if I get something wrong, but then a teacher mm. is more stark or kind of not as like I'm not as close with or whatever I won't speak as much I guess just because I don't I feel like I don't have their full support yeah yeah we can all be so odd you know we can have our idiosyncrasies our quirks but when you're surrounded by people who really unconditionally love you and genuinely I mean genuinely love you it can empower you to be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. If you come from a science background, you are used to taking information and without judgment and then, and then trying to analyse it. And I think that's why I love science so much, because, you know, science can be really non-judgmental. There are aspects of science that is just about collecting data, is just about getting the information. And... That's why I really enjoy being in the science field, because it's non-judgmental. At the end of the day, readings are readings. um, And how you interpret those readings is where it can get judgmental. But some people dedicate their lives to just collecting the information that's required. And I find that part of science really beautiful. This from episode 48. I think it will be a long, long time before the whole world will see gender in such a, a fluid way. And in the meantime, we need to keep push, pushing the agenda for, for women worldwide because it's it's a struggle worldwide. And maybe if I can add one thing, though, that could potentially be a benefit going forward is also remote working. Um, there are more and more opportunities mm-hmm. now for um, everyone to work remotely um, so using video tools and chat tools and, and code sharing etc um, I think that's an actually an opportunity for women as well um, that they can be more flexible in their working but yet have great careers where they're not judged by if they're wearing a dress or not for example. My guest from episode 48 continues to say that it's essentially about developing oneself and being proud of who you are and not being swayed about what other people think about what you're doing. And say, is this really what I want to be doing? Am I waking up every day still kind of excited to be doing what I'm doing? If yes, why? What really is driving me? And if no, what's missing? I think it's tricky. Like, I, it took me a long time to really, like, be truthful with myself, which is so silly, right? No one's going to judge me if I'm truthful with myself. But I think once you really think something and once you kind of materialize it even in your brain it's hard to look past it and it's much easier to make steps towards 
doing what you you're, you want. Mm. We, I think whatever we turn our attention to, we're always questioning, well, maybe not you, but I'm always questioning, like, is this the right thing? Am I on the right path? Am I doing this with integrity? Like, I'm always constantly questioning whether I'm being a good person, essentially. And I think that's, even though it's exhausting, I think that's what helps me keep on my track because there are certain things that I want to adhere to. Like I have certain values that I want to respect and adhere to. And, you know, so I'm always constantly asking myself if I'm doing the right thing. And my guest from episode 98 seems to feel the same way. So there are some stereotypes that I I encounter that I have to break down. And my approach has typically been to, you know, overwhelm people with my energy and to, to show them, look, you may have your doubts, you may not be convinced yet, but just watch, like just pay attention to what I'm doing and, and, and judge me based on what I can do and what I can accomplish and how I convey my ideas. And maybe you will see that it doesn't matter that I'm maybe early in my career or that I'm a woman or that I don't have 20 years of polar science experience. Um, maybe, and so I try to approach life and work in that way. And I try to remind, I, I don't actually have to remind myself um, because it's every day of my life that I'm thinking about what type of opportunities I have. So not being judged comes from not being judgmental yourself. But if you are in situations where you are being judged and you're not actually a judgmental person, then there are ways of overcoming that. And I love what my guest from episode 99 talks about because she just sounds so empowered when she's hanging around people that continue to judge. Listen, being judged when you don't want to judge can be really exhausting. I feel like I know that only too well um, because I'm always in a minority usually. Uh, And because I'm pretty unconventional, because I'm a bit odd or different or however you want to describe it, it can be a bit of a drag constantly being judged. But what I find is that what makes it a drag is that I really care about being judged. I think if I was to just let everyone's judgment go, so for example, a lot of people think that because I look the way I do, maybe I'm not that bright. And I remember just feeling so exhausted by that because all I wanted to do was just prove that I was smart in some way. And actually, if I just let it go and just go, if they want to think I'm dumb, then that's up to them. That's their loss. Then it's so liberating. Do you see? Like I really, I really try these days to not try and prove who I am to other people because I've now come to a point and it took me a while to get this. So people who have already figured this out, well done. But it took me a while to realize that bad opinions of other people don't actually mean anything to me. Like if bad, if people want to have bad opinions of me, that's honestly their loss because they're missing out on interacting with someone that I think is pretty decent. 
you know so and I used to spend so much time and energy just going no no no, hang on you don't understand like I studied this at university and I've done this and been there and you know traveled lots I mean I remember having conversations about people going oh you know if you ever went to this place you'd know it was so amazing it was so great and it's like yeah I've already been there like three times and I would like try and say yeah no I've already been there and actually if they don't care that I've already been there then they're basically just having a one-way conversation and that's you know a shame for them so that's probably been one of the biggest shifts in my life um and yeah some people might say yeah but then you're not being yourself and you're not shining and you're not this and that but you know be around people that want to interact with you and want to know your stories and, you know, care about what you have to say rather than being around people where you have to be fighting to be heard. That can just be so thoroughly exhausting. And that's what my guest from episode 59 talks about. Yeah. Uh, this constant judgment of your worth and proving that you must be completely dedicated to your academic and any academics and anything that you do outside of that, you know, automatically dilutes that academic work that you're doing which is the most crazy you know perspective I think but it's very real Um, how have you managed to deflect those judgments um I think because again I was brought up with a sense of balance um that it wasn't academics at all cost you know there are other things in your life and those things are really important and again, God, it's amazing how I'm surprising myself at how constantly I'm referring to my mother, but it's true. So the other thing she always sort of said to me was, you know, no one's indispensable. You know, you could give your life to your job. Um, and when you retire, pretty pretty soon people f- will forget that you were there. They might not forget what you did, but, you know, they'll, they'll get over the fact you're not there anymore. And if you got run over by a bus tomorrow, you know, they'd get on with it without you, you know. So make sure you have a balance in your life where you're not giving everything to, you know, uh, to one part of your life. And, um, mm. and so I, I guess I got through that by thinking, well, this is what I think I need to keep balance in my life. Right. And, you know, so that, it's a bit like that concept of put your own oxygen mask on before helping others. Yeah. That, that's a really good analogy. And, and, and that sense of you're the only person that really understands your own well-being and what you need to feed that well-being and again it's a bit like people judging my you know degree uh choice of degree that they're they're looking at it entirely from their own perspective and if they start to judge how I spend my time that's also from their perspective but you know I know what I need to keep healthy you know body and soul and mind Mm. and and that's actually you know knowing that and that so that does not come overnight right you you stumble and you fall and you make lots of mistakes and you burn out and you you know you have real sort of crashing self-doubt all of those things are part of learning what do I need to keep myself in a in a good place to be able to deliver on all of the different fronts that I want to be able to deliver Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about a mic drop moment. Honestly, that guest from episode 59 was just so inspiring. And she's a professor um, in physics. And, you know, as she talks about balance and as she talks about 
not caring what other people think and kind of knowing yourself, you just think, yeah, you make it sound so simple. And I must say, in my life, I've gone round and round in circles, caring about what other people think. And um, it's got me nowhere. So her opinion, I found really refreshing. But there are so many advantages to getting to know yourself and knowing what you stand for and what you represent. And a lot of it comes down to trusting yourself. And I think the only way that you can really trust yourself and therefore trust other people is to just be a good person. You know, I think if you don't do things with integrity and you're able to lie about it and get away with it, you still somehow in your deep subconscious don't trust yourself and you don't feel good about yourself and so in getting to know yourself more I think you're able to trust yourself more and my guest from episode 78 talks about this and it's it's it has made me feel vindicated and it's made me it's made me trust my own judgment a bit more because I think there's pressure at that age to know exactly what you're going to do for the rest of your life yeah and that's so false and so many people at any age, you know, even people at retirement probably don't know if whatever they did for their job was what they wanted to do for their entire working life. But if you don't make that choice, you're going to be crippled by insecurity and fear. And life's too short for that. I think for me, getting to know myself has allowed me to stop doubting myself and to stop second guessing myself. You know, in getting to know who I really am, whenever I make decisions and choices, I'm not I'm I'm less likely to stop and go was that right did I do the right thing you know could I have done it better by getting to know myself I'm going okay this is what I want to do and I feel like this is the right thing to do and it so it gives you that confidence and you come across as so much more trustworthy when you have when you have that strong sense of self because you just really know who you are and no one can sway you. No one's judgment, no one's comments, no one's opinions, no one's certain looks. You know, you just do what you have to do and no energy is wasted on trying to sort of figure out how you're coming across and how people are receiving you. This from episode 91. Because if you already think that people are going to judge you, you already think that people think you're the weakest one in the room. So why would you run the risk of saying something and sounding stupid? Mm. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah it's, it's absolutely about changing that mindset. We should be as confident as men are. We should, we should want to, you know, put ourselves forwards without, you know, because sometimes the, the 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 fear is in our own heads. Like if you ask mm. the men, they're they're not thinking that, but we are thinking that. So then we kind of put the fear on ourselves. So I'll leave you with this final quote from episode 100, my final guest on silence, who really has such a breezy attitude towards being your best self. And there's no real science to it. It really is an attitude, which I think she describes perfectly. You've just, you have just got to get on with it. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it, it, I, I don't think about my gender. I don't think about who who I am. At the end of the day, it's about what I produce and what I do. And if you, as my client or whatever, are happy with the result, it doesn't matter what flavour I am. 
I'm 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 just I'm just me and um and I will do the best for the people who I'm working for working with um and and that is I think the message that we've got to get out to women is is stop worrying about it don't worry about it because at the end of the day you will be judged on the quality of the work that you produce and um and the sooner we get to that point as women and say we're here we're proud and you know what we're really bloody good engineers um and and that for me is the goal you know and i would love to see that generation coming through now who are so positive about themselves who are so proud of their um you know their their uniqueness to just say that don't worry about it we're engineers we're here to fix things um we're here to make things better we're here to change the world that's what i want to hear Yes, we do live in a world where people are judging us and we judge others. But I think once you stop becoming judgmental, then it means that you judge yourself less and you judge others less. And essentially, you can put all of that energy that you would have wasted on judging into being the best version of yourself. It's all about substance and it's all about really delivering from within. We are not surface we are not two-dimensional people we're very multi-dimensional and I think the more that we put into developing ourselves by turning inwards and really figuring out who we are the better and the better human beings we will be thank you so much for listening this week please do subscribe to this podcast and maybe even rate and review if you can. I'd love to have your feedback about this episode and any others that you've listened to and any suggestions for future topics on the show. It's all about self-discovery and evolution on innovation. So if there are any issues which you feel are holding you back from living to your fullest potential, I'd love to delve into that and draw upon the wisdom and experiences of my amazing guests from my previous podcast, Silence. Be kind and loving to yourselves and I wish you all a great week.